Video Gamer Podcast number 398. Uh, Richmond, you've had a coffee-related mishap today already. Yeah, I've started off on the wrong um, foot. Started off on the wrong foot. Started off with coffee. Coffee everywhere. Sent me a picture of it. Yeah. Embarrassing. So what happened? This uh, Nespresso job, is it? Yeah, well, I can't be relied on to do the most basic of tasks. So I put my crumpets <laughs> down. I switched yeah. the machine on, coffee machine, thinking it'll turn yeah. itself off. Left the room yeah. for a bit. Thinking I'd come back to, you know, crumpets popped. Lovely coffee. Coffee ready, lovely. <laughs> yeah, I come yeah, back. Yeah. Crumpets have popped, yes. Uh, mm, prematurely, in fact. Oh, yeah, that's, so cop- you're already <laughs> off to a, a bad start because it's not popped at the, at the preferred level of crumpet exactly. cookery. Yeah, 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 so that's 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 not good. And then, yeah, um, yeah the coffee's overflowing. Unbelievable. And not in a good sort of my cup runneth over way. No. This is just a sort of like my kitchen be messy way. Yeah, know? exactly. My kitchen ist meth- messeth. R- runneth into messeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's well, coffee rubbish. on the side and yeah, white, big oh. wiping job. And, uh, and the milk coffee balance is off now because it's all overflowed. Fucked. Oh, what a nightmare. Fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I've had a great um, coffee time these last few days. Uh, I've gotten a bit extravagant. I'll I'll forewarn you. Um, I have the last today and uh, what what day is it today? Tuesday. Tuesday. The last two days, or maybe even three days, I have scheduled um, Uber Eats deliveries oh. from from different coffee establishments. Well, that's just decadent. <laughs> it, yeah. And but I so it cu- it comes at eight o'clock in the morning, so it's brilliant. It gets me out of bed, mm-hmm. go down to the door, and it's coffee and a, and a toasty as well. Oh, look at you living the it's life! Unbe- unbelievable. You're now, living the lockdown dream. I am, yeah. And you say it's decadence. I say, uh, stay at home, protect the NHS, save lives. Oh, I see. It's, that is yeah. it. I'm sort of wrangling that, um, yeah. uh, you know, and standing by it and sort of publicly stating it. I mean, um, I, I agree, but, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So but actually, what you're saying that. is that I'm something of a hero. Is that what sure. you're... Sure, Let, let's, yeah. let's say that. Yeah, Yeah, fair not? play to you, fair play to you. I mean, you said it, I didn't say it, but, you know, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Um, we'll start with then it I, but Yeah, and I haven't actually got any other coffee in the house uh, at the minute, except for I've got some grind stuff. So I put on a big cafetiere, and then after I had the initial coffee, now I've just refilled the big... I've got a venti, a venti cup, you know, the massive ones. I do, yeah, yeah. Venti, so the Italian, filled. for 20. Exactly, 20 ounces, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so all is well. i got a big old uh, big old cup of black coffee, and, I'm, you know, I'm rattling along. All is well. You've nice. been playing... Timothy Dalton's 007 The Duel on the Sega Genesis stroke Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have, yeah. yeah. So, How's uh, that been going for you? Because uh, we were talking about... And actually, by the way, because last week, Rich has got like 10 Bond games now. It just <clears> constant stream of deliveries to his house. It's, it's great. brilliant. It's like Christmas. It's like getting a present every day. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, I've gone on a bit of an eBay rampage. Uh, this isn't what we've been playing, is it? This is still the intro. No, no. Well, it's yeah, this is, this is you know, the segment on our lives. A bit of flavour for the yeah, listeners. Okay. Yeah, okay. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, so I've been getting a Bond game or three each day coming through the post. It's like an affection. advent calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tweeted this. I said, you know, my quest is to uh, own every Bond game made since 1993, and I'm almost noble, there. Noble quest. Yeah. Two, two left to come. Mm. Two left in the post. They, they're on their way. Uh, but <laughs> yesterday I got Tomorrow Never Dies for the PS1 and <laughs> oh, The Duel shit. 
for Mega yeah. Drive, and I played it for a bit. It's hard. I got to the yeah. end, and like some big Jaws fella, some big henchman grabs Most you. Most likely Jaws. Could be Jaws. Yeah. Shakes you down, throws you into the <laughs> sea, and you go flying all the way back to the end of the level, and then you're eaten by Oof. sharks. Harsh. Ooh, harsh. That's brutal, that. Harsh game. Yeah, that is... I mean, they were back in the day, weren't they? They didn't give yeah, a, they they didn't give no a hoot. They didn't care. No. no. So upsetting no. is what that was. <laughs> I remember in, <laughs> I remember in a random memory, uh, I got Tomorrow Never Dies on the PS1. Mm-hmm. My bro- Well, basically, my brother uh, got it. Yeah. It was my PS1, mm-hmm. but my brother was had a strong hand in getting that game because, you know, the movie was out and he was like, oh, yeah, I want to play that, right? Yeah. And my my sort of prevailing memories of that game. Number one, um, it does the Union Jack parachute skiing off a cliff thing. Lovely, but it's P.S. Brosnan doing it, which is funny anyway. <laughs> number two, uh, actually three memories. Number two, there was um, little like paintings in the game of like Elliot Carver, like sort of portraits of the villain that were hanging on Excellent. the walls. Yeah, and uh, my brother took two shooting them so that the bullet holes made little bogeys and mustaches on the portraits very good so that was that was that was brilliant for me yeah. an impressionable young mind that was an absolute gaming revolution mm-hmm. and then the last one is that we had almost we'd done i think we played for about 6 hours straight and uh we'll go we we had dinner uh and like mum was shouting she's like oh dinner's ready and that so we went i turned off the console Oh, uh, and I didn't really understand about like memory card. We had a memory card. You we had saved. a big weird. Hadn't say we had like a third oh. party green memory card. It Josh. was really bulbous and shit. And my brother went one. mental. It was clear. Was it clear? Yeah, yeah. I know the exact one. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. That is weird. But my brother went. He was livid, and he Rightly was so, so. annoyed. Yeah, yeah. But I had to point out to him, I was like, yeah, it is my console and my game, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was getting angry. Like I, deli- I, sp- I mean, I suppose he'd done the lion's share of actually playing the thing because I could barely operate the bloody thing, you know, with yeah. my little hands. I couldn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's my memory of Tomorrow Never Dies. Hopefully you'll have a better time of it. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, Just remember rem- <laughs> remember the me- the memory card. I have a it's memory really card. Important. So, yeah, I can save. Uh, uh, Mate, <laughs> this is the thing, though. You don't understand the struggle of when, uh, you know, memory cards and save games weren't a thing. You, mm. Um, mm. you got called for dinner. You had to pause it and hope that it didn't crash. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's yeah. nothing worse than and coming back and it's paused and it's still paused uh, yeah. and it's forever paused oh, and won't unpause. It's forever paused. <laughs> Your yeah. pain is forever that, paused. That's awful, yeah. yeah. No, that is nasty. Because oh, we had an Amiga before the PlayStation, and Christ knows what the Amiga did. Because obviously it was a computer, basically. So yeah. it's like, did that... Could you save state things on that? I can't remember. I, I remember, remember passwords. Either. Yeah, I remember passwords pa- I remember my brother scrawling down passwords in the back section of booklets on, on, on the notes bit, you know. Um, um, Lemmings had and, them, and, uh, and I remember the Tiny Toons adventure game that I have has them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're a godsend. The passwords. Lemmings. Lemmings was an all-time great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah, loved yeah. Lemmings. It was good. Unbelievable. Right. Listen. Enough talk of these bloody Lemmings. Um, oh yeah. We've got vi- we've got video games to discuss this week. <clears throat> 
it's quite nice actually because we've both been playing the same game so we mm-hmm. can our minds can meld together and deliver yeah um you know the definite the definitive verdict yeah um i don't it's actually little know nightmares. i don't oh. actually know what your uh, verdict is on this yet no so this is this no, be interesting I suppose you for me. don't yeah <clears throat> Well, let's get to mm. it. But, you know, first of all, let's indulge everyone uh, in a lovely jingle. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Bodger, Badger, Bodger, Badger, Bodger, Badger, Bodger, Badger. Hello, Mousy. Little Nightmares 2. Yes. DOS Part 2. Uh, yes. A recurring dream, you might say. Mm. Um, Bandai Namco, or... Bamco, as I like to call them. Sure. Uh, publishing, made by Tarsia Studios. The first game, 2017, I believe. Yep. Um, good one. Interesting. Weird little game. Sort of take Little Big Planet a little bit of Little Big Planet, because Tarsia worked on Little Big Planet series quite mm-hmm. a bit. They mm-hmm. did like DL- DLC for a couple of them, and then they worked on three. They helped out Sumo Digital on three. So they've got kind of history there. So it's sort of that sort of like, you know, like elevated. It's not isometric. It's sort of just like an elevated perspective. Rooms yeah. kind of presented like a little diorama style thing. Yeah, you know? I think um, that's a good description. And sort of, I mean, the platforming in Little Big Planet obviously much better because it's primarily a platformer. Little Big, little nightmares. Mm-hmm. Um, it has platforming in it, and that is a big part of it. But it's also kind of about. Bits of slightly slower exploration, puzzles more than stealth. just platforming. Uh, you what? Sorry, stealth. Stealth, yes, yes, of course. Um, and 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 horror, but it's kind of weird because it's not. Um, I was talking to a friend about this the other day. It, it it's like it is horror in the sense that it's horrible, mm. and it and it you know and it wants to sort of unsettle um, and disturb you, which is which is really I mean that few. It, it does that really well, I think. It's got a kind of creepy um, character design, really unsettling art sort of style to it. Yeah. But it doesn't have, you know, your sort of classic, so there's no, you know, there's no limited ammo or inventory, sort of, not, you know, none of that survival horror stuff. Um, there's not re- there's not really any combat, well, there's, there's a little bit more combat in this sequel, but you still wouldn't really call, you'd hardly call it combat. Mm. Um, but instead, it's horror... Just aims to make just just puts you a, a kind of uneasy state, you know. It's kind of that uncanny sort of creepiness that very. To be fair to Tarsia Studios, very few games I feel effectively manage to do. Yeah. Um, and I would say that's one of his strengths. One of the games this reminded me of um, is. Do you remember that game Inside? Yeah. Inside. That's exactly what I was thinking. It it does. Yeah. It reminds me of that as well. Yeah. Yeah, except, right, and I know you're going <clears> to... <throat> this is my cue to um, to load up the Rich Walker uh, criticism train. Mm. Uh, Inside mm-hmm. knew what it was yeah. and knew that its platforming sort of just had to be on a 2D plane, really. Mm-hmm. Even though it was 3D, I guess you call it 2.5D, so it had... 3D models and it had depth in its backgrounds and lots of detail and things. A bit like Limbo, it actually took yeah. place over a you know a, a properly flat 2D 2D plane. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have to measure up. You just had to do your jumps really. You didn't have to kind of measure up. Oh, am I standing too much into the foreground to land that jump or the background? Whereas Little Nightmares can be a little bit fiddly. What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean Little Nightmares one to a lesser extent. 
I mean, it had its fiddly mm. bits, but I don't think it was as annoying as this one. Um, they've sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah. expanded the depth of the environments now, so you can really sort of wander back into the into the background and whatever. Mm. Yeah. And they use that, and it's the moments when they use that that it doesn't always work like it should. Um, there's yeah. one section where you're having to avoid these mannequins and you're weaving in and out between them and some of them yes. will try to chase you. And you can get snagged on something that you can't see in the background that you're trying to traverse. Yeah. That, that's just irritating. It, yeah, it is a little bit. The snaggy bits, especially when things chasing you, quite, yeah. quite annoying. I found um, just just regular platforming, right? Mm-hmm. There was just certain bits where it was like, uh, <clears throat> you got to land this thing because the floor is electrified, so you got to sort of leap over it, right? Yeah. Or you, you jump in between buildings, mm-hmm. and so you've got to land on a few different platforms, like beds that are hanging in the air. Um, and it was just a little bit like, I can get the jump, I know the distance, and like it's cool, it's got a nice little grabby mechanic where R2 is your sort of grip. Yeah. And always, do you know what? I have a soft spot for games that do that. I've, I've kind of, I've always liked that. Like, like, do you remember the old Tomb Raider games? You had to sort of hold on to make Lara grip the ledge. It just kind of makes you feel a bit more mm. like physically rooted in the world. I mean, you know, auto grabbing is great as well. But yeah. you know, I like, I like a grip. But like more often than not, even just like basic, basic platforming, I did find every now and again, just I would completely sail past the platform that yeah. I was supposed to supposed to grab onto because actually what I had done um, was just sort of go a little bit into the into the background mm-hmm. um, and it just sort of sail in front of me and that's a little bit like for when it's platforming that you know in some sections it's basically straight 2d platforming but it has depth yeah it can be frustrating. Yeah, extremely frustrating. Well, especially when you're being chased by something and it's a chase sequence, a scripted sort of sequence, and you've got to nail every bit. Yes. Um, yeah, that's annoying. That that bugged me a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, I mean, because some of the enemies in it, and they are good at, at sort of crafting really freaky enemies. There's mm-hmm. like a, a teacher that comes after you that has a snaky sort of elastic neck, which is kind of nasty. Yeah. And... Uh, there's another fella who's like a big hungry caterpillar, just sort of on the ceiling, just sort of crawls around on the ceiling. A bit weird. Yeah. Um, those bits, and it, it. What was that game that um, that really annoyed me? Oh, um, do you remember Layers of Fear two? Yes. When it was like it's still horror, mm-hmm. and you've got a th- nasty fella coming at you doing whatever he's doing, but you can't. There is an instant fail state. Yeah, and like what, like you say, it's like one of your attempts, you'll probably snag yourself on the scenery. Mm-hmm. Another one of the attempts, you'll probably ever so slightly whiff a jump because of the depth. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's those little things where you think, ah, you know, I've done, you know, that 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 teacher lady with the snake neck, you know, she was scary. Now she she's irritating. <laughs> But now she's a bit bloody annoying, yeah. you know. And I've done that, done that bit a few times, and I'm not not scared of it anymore. I just kind of want to get through it. And I think it is, it must be mm-hmm. a really difficult thing to strike because you want the game to have an element of challenge, yeah. Uh, but you don't want sort of needless repetition. My thing, I think, is is I think Playdead sort of nailed it because if you remember Limbo, mm-hmm. I mean, for one thing, Limbo again took place on a 
traditional 2D plane. But what it did was kill you off in order to teach you a lesson. You know, don't go there because there's a bear trap there, or yeah. don't jump that way because the walls are left, or there's a bloody great big spider coming after you, or whatever. It would sort of kill you off a couple times. You think, oh, okay, you know, no, I, I get that. But it sort of mastered that knack of like, it was never frustrating. It yeah. was sort of just like, oh, well, each time I die, it's because it's, it's, I'm doing a different thing wrong. And I sort of, and the restart was sort of instant. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of right there. Whereas this time, with something like Little Nightmares 2, and I agree with you, my memories of the first Little Nightmares weren't quite as fiddly as this. Mm. Um, it's nothing that you have to learn. It's just sort of a bit like, oh, oh, okay, I was a little bit too much in the foreground and I kind of ran into a cupboard and it sort of snagged me on the spot and she got me. So I, so I guess the lesson is, you know, try your best to realign and run in the middle rather than... Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, beyond that as well, I just felt like it. a lot of it was frustratingly trial and error. Like, mm. no, there's no way of predicting certain things happening. Like, mm. you'll enter a room and you'll walk forward and then something will just fall from the ceiling and kill you outright. And you'll be like, come on, hold on a second. That's not That's <laughs> yeah. not right. That's not cricket. You're not playing by the rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. just seem a bit yeah, cynical. No, I, I, I totally, yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think the introduction of comp, it's kind of cool that Tar- like Tarzi has definitely tried something new. Like, on the one hand, you have little bits of combat which you didn't mm-hmm. really have in the original. It was all of it. So, like, here you can find, like, blunt objects. Like, yeah. you can get, like, a mallet at one point. And there's sort of quite some quite creepy enemies that come after you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to you have to be quite careful because, you, you, like, the switch... Because, obviously, you're a little you're a little kid. Mm-hmm. And we should say, as well, you, you, you play as a little a little fellow with a paper bag on his head yeah. uh, called uh, Mono. Yeah. Um, and he meets up with Six, who's the protagonist from from Little Nightmares. So, they're, so for, for large parts of the game, they're um, they're sort of venturing through as a pair, and that's good. like she she can boost you up onto different platforms yeah. as part of certain. Well, I got excited initially because I, I was like, "This is like Ico. This is like yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yeah." Because you can hold the R two button and have them hold hands, can't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 no, I, I agree. It, like it captures it in little fleeting moments. It captures some of that game's magic, I think. But then mm-hmm. in other areas, it sort of falls down. But I remember with the with the when you sort of swing a mallet at someone because it's quite heavy, and you're sort of a little kid. There's like a really big wind up, yeah. and some enemies stay pause ever so slightly before they pounce at you. And obviously, so, that's been done on purpose. Exactly to, to wrong foot you, and that's yeah. annoying as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although with that one. I was sort of a fan of that because it became quite devilish. I thought, oh, that's... Because then I sort of worked out the knack of whacking them. Mm. So with that one, I sort of thought, oh, well, that's that's kind of... Like, it, it sort of made it quite tense. But, yeah, some of the... I think ever so slightly too often, it, it sort of fell into frustrating territory for sure. Um, which, is, which is a shame because I, I do think that there are very few directors... Uh, <coughs> developers, sorry who can who are confident enough i suppose i guess it's about confidence in in your art direction and your sort of style um to go for the sorts of horror that mm-hmm. these two games have gone for and like mostly for that to work and be quite you know yeah. quite powerful so it it does it does heighten the irritation when it comes to the fiddly bits and you think ah oh, how unfortunate, because they've sort of stumbled on some of these technical bits, but the other stuff's all in the right place. Yeah. Um, what did you make of, um, without going into the... 
without going into the plot, which is which is funny because if the word plot doesn't really seem apt for for a game, yeah. like lots of the you know it's quite it's quite sort of symbolic and ab- there's lots of abstract imagery. In fact, actually, it's worth pointing out. Um, I don't know that this child is called Mon. The only reason I know this child is called Mono is because the because of the game's marketing. Yeah, and yeah. I don't I don't think anyone would have realised that the little girl from the first one was called Six were it not for the game's marketing or publicity. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's nowhere <laughs> Which, in the game. Um, I it's not really a criticism. It's just it's just it's just a thing. You know, these are really minimal games. Um, <laughs> And the things that are in them. I mean, for one thing, I'm not really sure if this is a prequel or a sequel. I know me and you were sort of texting back and forth about this, and you sort of thought, um, you know, yeah. at one point such and such a thing happens, so that that could be that could point to the fact that it's a sequel. But then uh, later on, you know, other stuff happens. I think okay, because on the first game was set on board a big ship, right? The and this one's set on the moor, yeah. and this one's set on land. So it's like. You know, did Six escape the moor and then come into this city and meet Mono? Or did this all happen before and then she went to the moor afterwards? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't answer that question either, I'd argue. <laughs> no, I'd argue it doesn't. Mm. All it, But what, what it has is imagery. And while some of that imagery I think is really potent, th- th- often... It's a little bit blurry. Mm. I don't. I don't really know what 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 the point is, and, and you can sort of lose yourself in the quicksands talking about you know there themes are, there and are some, ideas. Yeah, and there <laughs> are some things that are kind of obvious, like you know, people glued to TVs. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I can see what they're going for there, but that's yeah, not yeah. at all subtle. That's no. like you know a sledgehammer no. in the face kind of things. Like yeah, I get that <laughs> yeah. one, but the others. Good one. Good one. Well yeah, like the teacher yeah. as well. You know she's a horrible disciplinarian. I mean that's a very kind of sixties, seventies image of school. Yeah, isn't it? With yeah. For rulers sure. being wrapped down on tables and things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's sort of old school with the chalkboards and everything. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of that stuff, but I even thought like when you play inside. Um, or even things like Silent Hill, where you know you've got some real abstract imagery. There tends to be a sort of driving, sort of hum underneath it all. You know, mm-hmm. you sort of tend to think, oh, okay, this is this is cl- these are clearly these monsters are, c- are clearly, you know, part of this character's subconscious. Or when you play inside, it seemed very sort of post-industrial, kind of haunted by the idea of you know cities and urban landscape. Mm. And it was about you know machinery and consumerism. And the first Little Nightmares, I thought, sort of tapped into some of those ideas really well. There was all sorts of really freaky... Like, do you remember the bits where there was like a sea of shoes? Yeah, exactly. I mean, shoes return in this, but not to the extent that they not uh, to the extent were present that they did in the first that game. Yeah. That, to yeah. me, was like, what, sort of um, discarded objects, just and throw well, for away me, disposable that- things... It got much darker than that for me. Like when I saw all the shoes and the suitcases, it made me think of the awful images from like the Holocaust. Like, do you remember in like Pan's mm. Labyrinth where yeah. she meets the pale man? Yeah. And it's and he and he's got in the in his room. He's got like the piles of shoes and stuff, which is meant to be a sort of symbol for, you know, for the Holocaust. You know, it got really dark. Mm. And of course, the moor itself was was um, just endless consumption. I mean, effectively, though, it was cannibalism. I think in the end of the moor, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like those things seem to have stuck in my mind. Whereas with the second, with the sort of setting of Little Nightmares Two, it's kind of like it's cool. There are sights in it that are cool and disturbing. Mm-hmm. But its overall impression, I sort of think, 
okay, you know, what's... But what? So what's that about, sort of thing? Do you think <laughs> it's more more ass gratis ass? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I right. like that. Yeah, we'll go thanks, with that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. That's art for art's sake, everyone. Uh, mm. In case you want. Very wondering. nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Very thanks, nice. thanks. School back to school with Mister Walker, <laughs> wrapping his ruler down on the desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch out, my stretchy neck will get you. My stretchy neck. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's but on the whole, I think I came away from it <clears throat> a little a little bit more positive than you. And I think as much of that is luck, apart from anything else, because um, it's a classic thing where there's sort of those um, physics or platformy puzzles. You know, some puzzles you do instantly mm-hmm. in about ten seconds, and then someone else <coughs> says, "Oh, I really struggled with that for like ten minutes," and it's like, "Oh, okay, it's just luck of the draw." Then, and you, you know, and vice versa, something that yeah. I might get stuck on for a while, someone else just sort of sails through. So, I think I got, you know, I think it was a, an element of luck because I didn't find. There were some devilish puzzles, but on the whole, it was fairly intuitive, and I sort of thought, oh, okay, you know, I get, you know, I get these. I mean, um, there was one that one puzzle I got stuck on that I was in contact with you about, but it was more the kind of sections where it is literally luck, whether you get through, mm, like, yeah. um, you know, whether you wrong foot your pursuer so that you can get past kind of thing because there's a bit where you get a flashlight and you have to aim the flashlight while you're moving and that i found Mm. super fiddly yeah that that was that was a little bit of a a little bit of a fiddle that one really Um. wound me up (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i think at one point i was shouting i hate this game yeah you yeah that's not a good thing your your texts were uh, no but obviously once that moment cools down Mm -hmm. and you have a slight distance from it Hopefully, you know, you sort of... Because then, then you kind of get the measure of the game. The frustration of the moment passes and you think, okay, yeah. so was it, you know... I think I was perhaps a little bit warmer uh, on it than you were, but I don't I don't disagree with anything mm-hmm. uh, with anything that you've said. And I don't think it's quite as memorable as the more, the sort no, of the city setting. neither do I. It's, it's, it's cool, but it's... Um, this feels like one of those things where they, they pretty much perfectly executed their idea and vision with the first game. Mm. And I don't know that it needed a sequel which sounds like a bo- it's a bonkers thing to say like you know need a se- if they want to do a sequel they can do a sequel if people want to play it they should and i would recommend like if you like your horror games it's some really cool stuff in here but it does feel a little bit surplus there's there's nothing here which i would say you know they 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 hadn't done in the first game mm. you know yeah um, do you know what? i i sort of wonder why they didn't do a co-op mode i know it's be- probably better as a solitary experience but you've got two characters Mm. They could have. They could have worked something out there. It's true. Would have been yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a funny. Well, yeah, you point at the, point this out in your review. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it didn't occur to me. I thought, oh yeah, I suppose you, suppose you could have a little, um, a little co-op experience with it. Might be quite a nice way to go through it. Yeah. Perhaps they, they um they did DLC for the first game, didn't they? So perhaps there might be some on the way yeah. for this. Maybe that Maybe. would be cool. Who knows? Who bloody knows? <laughs> That'll just about do us. Uh, little when when's Little Nightmares two out? By it the way, it is out on the where are we now? It's the ninth today, We're isn't it? Tenth, sorry. Yeah. So tenth. So it's out tomorrow. It's out Friday, isn't it? No, it's the eleventh. Yeah, you're right. It's out Thursday. <laughs> it's out Thursday. Out Thursday. <laughs> Usually games come out yeah. Tuesday or Friday. What what's with this new Thursday Do they? business? Yeah, oh. traditionally they used to. I was unaware of this. Uh, unaware of this. Fair enough. Don't know what they're fair thinking. Enough. But yeah, th- Thursday the 11th. Excellent. Well, there you go. Have yourself a merry little nightmare. Sure. sure. Uh, in the meantime, we've got some news hot off the press mm-hmm. uh, for you. So, uh, 
Look Let's have to a it. little jingle and then we'll jump on in. Hot dog. Oh man, dog, 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 Oh, straight CD into project. it. No setup. Oh yeah, yeah. No messing. No messing. No loading of news cannons. No, no. Preloaded. I, I pr- it was preloaded in the previous segment. Oh, and we I've got ruined the jingle. It. You should be it. hardwired. I like to imagine you like Alex in a Clockwork Orange. You know, when that machine like widens his eyelids. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah, and yeah. I'm and I'm just firing the news at you. Yeah. Um. You know, with some Beethoven playing in the background. Okay. Good. Uh, good. CD Projekt Red. Hmm. Um has become the victim of a ransomware attack. Yeah, I saw this. They've uh, stolen the Cyberpunk 2077 code. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. What? A targeted cyber attack. So in a statement posted to Twitter this morning, uh, CD Projekt said, quote, Yesterday, we discovered that we'd become a victim of a targeted cyber attack, due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised. An unidentified actor, which is, which, I, I, you know, it's a serious story and I shouldn't laugh, but... When you think the of way actor, they've worded that, think I was like, like George which, Clooney did it or something. Well, which actor would you think? I I immediately went to Casey Affleck. I don't know why. I just think <laughs> he just seems the type. So, he just seems the type. What about yeah, Jesse just, Eisenberg? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Who else? Timothy Spall. Sure. I don't. Can you imagine him sort of hacking away at a keyboard? Not really. Maybe? More um, Rafe Spall, maybe. Maybe Rafe Spall. Mm. Who? One of the Spalls, you know. Um, who was that fella who played the yellow fella in Sin City? Eh? Oh. Do you remember? Yeah, Nick Stahl. It's Nick Stahl. Yeah, why do God, I, you don't why get do I him remember much. this shit? Yeah, it's a, well, it's, uh, he was yellow. Difficult to forget. That you know. yellow bastard. Mm, that yellow bastard. Yeah. And he also, Nick Stahl, I believe, played uh, John Connor in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machine. He did, he did. It's the only other thing I'm aware of. Anyway... So, yeah. Uh, an unidentified actor gained unauthorised access to our internal network, collected certain data belonging to CD Projekt Capital Group, and left a ransom note, the content of which we released to the public. Uh, although some devices in our network have been encrypted, our backups uh, remain intact. We've already secured our IT infrastructure and begun restoring the data, and the note attached to the tweet claims the hackers have dumped full copies of the source code for Cyberpunk, The Witcher 3, and Gwent, and an unreleased version of The Witcher 3, which is presumably that, um, uh, what do you call it, PS5 and Xbox Series X version coming out later this year, I would guess. Right. Uh, hmm. But the note threatens to leak the data to journalists and gives the studio 48 hours to contact the hackers. CD Projekt have said they will not give in to the demands nor negotiate with the actor. Uh, in spite of these threats, and say, quote, we're taking necessary steps to mitigate the consequences of such a release, in particular by approaching any parties that may be affected uh, due to the breach. Hmm. Um, but yeah, quite a startling... Wait, did this happen... Um, was it Capcom who were also yeah. hacked? They lost a hell of they a lot of data, a, didn't they? Yeah, major data breach, they said. Yeah, it was like yeah. 40,000 sort of records and things like that. Yeah, yeah, not good. Uh, apparently it was worse than that, wasn't it? Didn't they initially... Yeah, that's right. They, they thought it was that. an initial... Yes, and then actually it was much um, 
much worse than 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 at first was thought. But yeah, it's nasty stuff, mm. man. Um, yeah, thoughts are with CD Projekt because also I, I I don't it's not I don't know if they have records of things of like HR records and th- I think the ransom note also claimed that they had you know sort of personal data and things. So yeah. Um, <laughs> CD Projekt currently uh, cooperating with the forensic IT specialists uh, and the president of the Personal Data Protection Office uh, for the investigation. But yeah, mm. it's a um, weird story. Kind of Fine. like yeah, uh, thematically apt, given that it's Cyberpunk 2077. But, yeah. uh, you know, na- nasty stuff. Uh, and then the last thing that CD Projekt needs right now, I mean, that's that's sort of like you know, to have to deal with this on top of continuously working on the game and trying to improve it. It's been one of the most troubled times for a developer I can think of in recent memory. Yeah, yeah I think you're right about that. It's um, yeah, things haven't been going their way. No, well, things haven't been going the way of WB Games for a long time, except they finally succeeded. Uh, in patenting the Nemesis system from Shadow of Mordor. Which I've seen a lot of outcry about. Yeah, a lot of people not happy. Yeah. Um, It's been trying to secure this patent since 2015, uh, which was a year after the release of Shadow of Mordor. And it was rejected, uh, the most recent attempt in November 2019. And they tried one more time and was granted a notice of allowance in October 2020. Uh, which led to the latest success. But yeah, lots of people obviously coming out and saying, that's really rubbish, like, don't do that. I've got to say, I I agree, because... So do I. You know, as many people pointed out, that game is built upon mechanics from Assassin's Creed, Batman Arkham games, you know? Yep. It's like, hold on. (laughs) You're then going to patent your unique mechanics that no one else can use it, even though you've borrowed from... Other games yeah. doesn't seem right. It's mad, isn't it? And yeah. do they get away with um, you know that combat system? Mm-hmm. Do they get to use that because they are Warner Brothers and they do the Batman game? Like, I mean, do they own? I guess so. It's not the point. I'm just, I'm just, I've just. It's never occurred to me before. Do they own Rocksteady? Uh, I don't know if they own them necessarily, but. They, okay. you know, obviously have an exclusive yeah. deal with them or something, I guess. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But the thing well, it's with still, um, sh- it's still rubbish. Anyway. Oh, it's totally rubbish. But the um, thing with them, um, and, and sort of a dangerous precedent because I sort of thought, yeah. oh, can can they do that? Because that's really rubbish. Like, well, don't you remember that they had that whole controversy surrounding whether, like, they'd ripped out the Assassin's Creed traversal mechanics wholesale. Ooh, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were side-by-side comparisons of, like, Ezio climbing in Assassin's Creed 2 and Talion oh climbing God. in Shadow of Mordor, and they looked identical. Christ. And there was a big controversy saying that they'd just, you know, just basically it. nicked it. So I find it ironic that uh, they should want to patent yeah. something like this after that. But Yeah, yeah. Hey-ho. It's, it's awful. Um, but, yeah, to, uh, Mike Bithell. Mm-hmm. Who uh, t- behind Thomas was alone? Uh, said, uh, "Quote: This is really gross, especially for a franchise that built its brilliant nemesis system on top of a whole heap of mechanics replicated from other games, oh, there you as go. all <laughs> games do. There you go. Uh, because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because that's how culture and creativity works. Be a better neighbor, WB. Mm-hmm. And then uh, design director Josh Sawyer from Obsidian." 
said, quote, if you take someone's design and make a better version of it, you should be given a trophy and a triumph through the streets. And the people who made the previous version should applaud you and say, wow, that was really cool. But uh, WB playing playing a bit nasty. Yeah, I don't like this. No, but, yeah. neither do I. But let me tell you something that you will like if mm-hmm. you're not just frustrated after the endless, endless teasing. Uh, Silent Hill composer teases new project in Pulled Interview. Uh, Akira Yamaoka yeah. has sparked speculation following an interview with YouTube channel AI Hub, which has since been pulled. And during the interview, Yamaoka teased uh, that his next project would probably, quote, be revealed this summer, adding... I think it's the one you're hoping to hear about, which has led to speculation that it could be Silent and then Hill. Konami denied that they pulled it, that they had it pulled. Yeah, it got it got pulled by the channel, and the channel tweeted, we were asked to remove the clip, and it has been removed. And then Konami um, uh, sent out, there's a statement email to us, uh, a video gamer, and a spokesperson for the publisher said, Konami did not ask AI Hub to take down the interview. So someone did, but mm. it wasn't Konami, apparently. But, yeah, you know, very you weird. I it mean, could have been Yamoku that... himself, maybe. Maybe he was like, uh-oh. Oh, maybe. It, but it's definitely Silent Hill, right? I well, mean, what the hell else is he talking about? That's the one we want to hear about. So yeah. <laughs> it would be Imagine pretty if it was, um, uh, nasty if that wasn't the case. They got him on board for another Splinter Cell. Shadows of the Dam 2. <laughs> Shut up yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um yeah so here's hoping that we hear about a new silent hill this summer you're mm-hmm. up for it i'm up for it Let's god it. yeah yeah uh embrace a group very much true to its name has embraced another uh another developer it's acquired gearbox in mm. a deal worth 1.3 billion dollars um they are so they acquired them th- the other day, uh, Gearbox, most famous for Borderlands, I guess, now. Yep. Um, I'll always remember them for Brothers in Arms. Sure. Put that on the official record. Well, uh, uh, you but, know, but also I keep asking, every, every time I get to interview them, which isn't much these days, mm. I always, uh, you know, mm. prod about that. You know, yeah. I'll probe When's about Brothers the in Arms? Uh, Brothers in Arms. I bloody loved Brothers in Arms. I, good. I bloody loved it. I had mm. all four of the, th- the three, the two on PS2, the one on PSP, um, and Hell's Highway, which was really good. What happened to them? What have you done with them? You sold them? No, I've still got... What have I got? Uh, I've got Hell's Highway on 360. That's in the big Tupperware box. <laughs> um, is that back compat? No. I don't oh, I don't think so. Uh, there's so many games now, honestly. Like, I didn't realise that a bunch of um, original Xbox games won't play on Xbox 360. So I bought that copy of Urban Chaos. Can't oh, play yeah. it on anything. Doesn't work on yeah. anything. It's Come really on. irritating. It, Come on, it backwards is bloody compatibility, annoying. people. Sort yourself out. Get. We want because some more not, bloody games. They need to start it up again because they stopped it. They were like, "Oh, we're going to try and make sure everything works on Series X." Well, it does. And, like, get on with you know, it. Fair enough. Get yeah, back to well, it. it does now. Crack, <laughs> crack on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but anyway, anyway, brother. Oh no, it is. Stuff. It is backwards compatible. I just checked. Oh sweet. There you go. Oh, well, that's alright, isn't it? Excellent. Health Highway coming up. I'll be I'll be playing that at some point soon. Um. Get this right, Randy Pitchford, yeah. the magician, mm. um, said in a statement on the acquisition, quote, the feeling at Gearbox is that we're just getting started and this transaction is not merely a stimulant 
for the talent of our employee-owned company, but a propellant for the exciting future uh, that, w- that, we have, that we have planned. What, 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 Stimulant, what propellant, what's he on about? <laughs> what's he on about? <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm sorry, you know, it, it's a statement that's mm-hmm. put out by a big company and it's got to be vanilla. It's got to not really say anything. But, but you know, besides sort of vague positivity, which is fine. Um, what a load of old bollocks that is. <laughs> what what's he? Ta- what the hell is he talking about? A load of bloody the f- flannel. The feeling, the feeling that we we're just getting started. Well, you've been going since nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, all those so other games. I, shit. Shit. Forget <laughs> about them. Rubbish. What you? It, forget Borderlands three. No. Bollocks. No, Not mate, we're getting started. Yeah, a, a stimulant for the talent of our employee-owned... Now, I don't know, but if we, if me and you were both sort of, you know, uh, talented developers working at Gearbox, and I came into... Well, come into the office at the minute, we'd be working at home. But, you know, I came onto Discord or Slack, and mm-hmm. I said, you know what, Rich... Uh, we've just been acquired by this uh, unbelievably massive conglomerate for 1.3 billion. I don't know about you, um, but I feel stimulated by our new owners, and I feel like my talent is being propelled. You'd you'd look at me and you go, "What the hell are you going on about? Get back to work." I'd be like, "I'm scared. I'm scared now. Yeah. You're talking they're gonna like find a out robot. I'm a big phony, and they're going to get rid of me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they're going on about, but it's just one of those funny things where every now and again you read like a big sort of corporate statement. You're like, "What the hell are you going on about?" Mm. But anyway, I, you know, I, I had to get that out there because I read it and I just started laughing. I've got no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. Yeah. Uh, next item: PS Five is doing uh, pretty well. <laughs> That's the news. No Did you way. hear that? I, I had no idea. <laughs> It's nuts, yeah. 4.5 million units by the end of 2020, uh, despite the shortages. Um, That's by December 31st, it announced its earning results for Q3. The report itself, as spotted by PlayStation Trophies. So, Mm -hmm. you know, .org. Thanks. I didn't know Uh, that. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which uh, covers the period from the new console's launch through to the end of last year. Revealed that software sales for the PS5 and 4 were up over 100 million units for the same quarter between October and December, with 18.4 million of those as first-party titles. About one in five as a first-party title. PlayStation Plus subscribers are also on the up, with membership numbers hitting 47.4 million by the end of last year. Pretty big I, I think at the time of its launch it was the most it was the biggest console launch in history because i think the previous console biggest console launch in history was the ps4 and it had more i think in its first what was it was it like 2.4 or 5 million in the first couple of weeks or something stupid something like, like that, that yeah. yeah it was like bonkers they're now to um, launch a console don't they sony yeah fair play to oh that's right that's right actually i got it, it, it the, within the first 12 hours uh, they'd sold as many PS5s as in the first 12 weeks of the PlayStation 4. Jeez. Which is um, unbelievably nutty. And that's... But, uh, yeah, shortage is still ongoing, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there you go. It's doing all right. Uh, <laughs> Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 will not be launching in 2021, says Activision Blizzard. That yeah. is um textbook case of announcing games too soon, then. Mm. Don't announce them. Wait yeah, till well, you're closer. Didn't 
But didn't they just announce Overwatch 2 to sort of soothe everyone to get them to stop talking about the, the, the Hong Kong protests? Oh, was it? Oh, that's... Bit, yeah, do you remember when all bit... that sort of infamy was going on over there and, like, loads of Blizzard employees were, like, protesting and walking out the I office do, and then all yeah. of a sudden they're like, uh, we're working on Overwatch 2, everyone. And then it, then it kind of, like, shifted the news cycle a little bit in their favour. Um, so that might be why that happened. But, yeah, um... Yep, uh, Investor Call last night, spotted by Eurogamer. Chief Financial Officer Dennis Durkin said uh, during a portion of the call, focusing on the company's Blizzard games, quote, we expect Blizzard's net bookings to grow given the momentum in World of Warcraft and the other growth initiatives we have in the business. Our outlook does not include Diablo 4 or Overwatch 2 launching in 2021. Uh, and while Diablo Immortal is progressing well, which is the um, the phone game, mm-hmm. uh, we anticipate its launch later this year. We don't have any material contribution from the title in our outlook presently. Fair enough. <clears throat> fair enough to him. And I'll tell you what else is fair enough. Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time remake's been delayed again. Mm-hmm. To an unknown date. I, I, can, so, I don't mind waiting for this. I can wait. Take yeah, your time. When it came out... 2003, so exactly, it's yeah. 20 years. What's a few more months or whatever? Wait, wait a bit longer. Yeah. I don't know. It's all good. It's yeah, all good. fine. Extra dev time will enable our teams to deliver a remake that feels fresh while remaining faithful to the mm. original. So, I remember yeah. me and my friend playing that and getting annoyed at what we called the Golden Bladers. <laughs> you know those sort of monsters I know exactly with the, yeah. the enemy like, oh, yeah. fucking golden bladers golden bladers <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no I like that good that's game, a though. that's a really good it reminds me of um, what was that thing that you said in the Big Lebowski uh, golden golden <laughs> what I can't remember he calls it do you remember that thing that uh, John Goodman says in the Big Lebowski but I can't remember what he calls him some sort of insult oh sounded like gold bladers gold brick but, uh, gold bricking Gold brick. Yeah, gold what brick. is that? Gold brick. This, this guy's a gold sort of, brick. Um, I don't know. Someone who has loads of money and doesn't do anything? Yeah, probably. Gold brick. Probably. I'm going to look that it up. Works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you, in the 90s, mm. did you watch Games Master? Yeah. Did you? Did you like it? Uh, yes, I did, actually. I loved it. Yeah. A confidence trickster, gold bricker, con man. That's good. There you go, there you go. That, that's uh, good. Right? Yeah, I loved Games Master. It was, um, they had like exclusives on there that you couldn't get anywhere else. So I remember when the Mega Drive version of Street Fighter 2 was coming out, they had like uh-huh. exclusive footage, and me and my mate were like, oh my god, we can't wait. They did a special live show to show it off, <laughs> but they oh, ran over. And they got to the end, and they're like, oh, no, we, we are, we're running out of time to show Street Fighter 2 on the Sega Mega Drive, but here it is. And they showed, like, three seconds, and me and my friend were just like, no, no! Oh, my God. And they had to cut it off at the end. And we were like, oh, God. <laughs> That's uh, funny. That's I think, really funny. I don't funny. even think that version released in the end. They, they did a special yeah. championship edition, didn't they, instead of... Uh, it was going to be a standard oh, yeah. championship edition. I've actually got that here. Me too. Uh, in in the what was it where special champ yeah it's called special yeah. champion edition exactly yeah yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually I'm looking at it right now it's below a copy of Starflight I don't know if you remember that e- I don't. Le- electronic arts mm, lovely uh, that's good yeah stuff. um yeah anyway sorry it's coming back Games Master apparently mm. um set to be revived by Channel Four as spotted by Video Games Chronicle. 
the uh, the Channel 4 uh, sales website says the new version will be a social first show uh, before it heads to E4 uh, and will be available on the channel's all four on-demand service uh, as a box set. Format is described as taking five celebrities on various challenges, races and fights across all genres of Hold gaming. On. Celebrities? Mm. Oh, forget it. They'll be judged. They'll be judged by the titular games master, uh, with one challenger eliminated each episode. <clears throat> Before a winner is crowned, uh, there's no word on which celebrities will be involved, or who will be playing the role of the games master. But and this is absolutely brilliant, um, a picture hosted on the For Sales website features Patrick Stewart on the thumbnail. Oh. <laughs> Do you have to be called Patrick to be the games master? I don't know. Yeah, taking the place of Sir Patrick Moore, possibly mm. Patrick Stewart. I don't know. I, I don't can't know. see him being up for that. <laughs> really? Imagine if he did. I mean, he did voice I the mean, poo emoji in the emoji film, so I don't know. Yes, he did. Yes, he so, did. So yeah. who knows? Who bloody knows? I don't know. But I, it doesn't appeal to me. Um, I no. don't remember. I, I, I didn't. I watched Gamesville. On Sky One, okay. do you remember that? No, I do not. They had that this guy called the. It was it was funny. It <laughs> was uh, looking back, it was rubbish, but it was really cool back in the. They had this guy, the games guru, and he oh, was a yeah. fella, and he wore like a robe, like a sort of Jedi robe, like a monk basically. Sure. And he had like weird contact lenses to make his eyes look a bit weird, and um, basically he. Would people would email in with their like with their like difficulties? I mean, they'd be like, be like, oh, games guru, uh, I'm stuck on Crash Bandicoot, you know, level whatever. And he'd be like, you've got to get the silver jet. He'd like direct them, you know, where to go. But he would also read out cheats. He'd okay. read out like cheat codes and sort of direct people. And he'd do it in a really weird voice where he'd pause after each thing. Mm. So he'd go like up, up. Down, right, square, and he read the, and like as a kid, obviously it was like, wow, this is you know, this is, you're right at the, at the front lines of the of yeah. the games press here. Yeah, getting my <clears throat> getting my cheats off Gamesville. Oh dear. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a different time. Don't really have game stuff on TV now. Um, no, well, the, the mention of celebrities, I hadn't read the description for this, but mm. that puts me in mind of. Um, that go the eight go, bit thing. Go eight bit. I never uh, watched that. Is it Dara I, I did. I didn't like it. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's great to see games back on TV and this is brilliant. I watched it. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. Mm, sorry to everyone enough. involved. I didn't like it. <laughs> Rich didn't like it. And so it's over. Yeah. Right now, it's about time. Uh, is it 2 1 or 3 1 to you in the quiz? I think it's 3 1. Brilliant. Yeah. Although, uh, uh, you know, a lot of swooping involved. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm, well, I'm not going to apologise for that. It's the fundamentals. You grasp the fundamentals. Isn't you it? know, play by the rules. And, yeah, uh, you know, does power. does uh, does uh, LeBron James, um, you know, apologise when he steals the ball in. and then dunks no. it? No, no, he's <laughs> no, a, he doesn't. An athlete, he doesn't. That's what no. I am. And we've we've off we've long compared you to LeBron James. Yeah. Actually, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, thanks. Uh, right, have a lovely jingle, and we'll summon uh, Matt from upstairs. Yeah. All right. Okay, alright, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is, if you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like. 
and I have as ever backup clues because I don't like drawers. It's time for the quiz. Joined by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? I have been summoned. You have indeed. Uh, to check with Rich, he reckons it's three one. Is that correct? Uh, it sounds. Or is it that, two that one? Sounds about right. Um, assuming we've not had any VAR overturned situations. <laughs> don't uh, think we have. I admitted to a lot of swooping in. He did say he, he, he held his hands up for the swooping, but then he compared himself to LeBron James, so it was sort of yeah. humble, but then brat. I was going to say that morphed the, into that's the opposite of humble, isn't it? Yeah, it started humble, but it sort of transmorphed from there. What I said so. was, would he, you know, apologise for stealing the ball and dunking it? No. So you compared yourself nice, immediately just, to LeBron James. He's just doing <laughs> yeah. his job. That's yeah. all I'm doing. I'm yeah. just doing that's, my job. That's all Rich is doing, and just like LeBron, a good grasp of the fundamentals. Yeah, thank you. So, you know. Now I'm doing it. I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he's right. convinced uh, you. He's got you convinced. <clears throat> he's bamboozled me. Uh, much like LeBron James might bamboozle a defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Right. basically the same person. Clue. Mm, Quiz. Pretty much. Clue number one. We've just done the jingle. You know the rules. I need the place. I need the name of the game that the place is in, because sometimes I get sneaky, and I go, mm-hmm. no, it is that place, but not from that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have to say, stop. Then I shall call upon you. Clue number one. Yeah. I have a very diverse array of wildlife, including some animals that don't belong here. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. <clears throat> Clue number two. Some people who visit tend to grow old fast oh huh this sounds familiar interesting does sound familiar Clue number three i have appeared in nine games in total and my most recent appearance was in 2018 stop matt lorigan is it the temple of time from the legend of zelda Incorrect. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. One, two, three. Oh, Clue number four. Right. Uh, I am a great place for people who need to vent. Uh. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it Arkham City from Arkham City? Incorrect. Okay. You love that. You yeah. used that one last week. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Have I haven't I done Arkham City at some I point? I don't know. You I might can't have remember. Done. I can't keep yeah. up. <clears throat> alright, alright, alright. Uh clue number five, I think. Uh despite my name, I have nothing to do with any biblical texts. Oh, Oh, uh, oh! Stop! Shit! Matt Lorigan. Is it? Wait, no, no, no! Ignore me! Ignore me! Ah! <clears throat> uh, Rich is in some sort of pain. I am because I feel like I should really know this. <laughs> Twenty eighteen. Oh, bloody hell! Clue number six. Uh, generally, uh, smoking is not allowed here. Uh, although it is sometimes advisable. Huh. 
Okay. <sighs> Smoking is oh. oh. Oh, stop. S- damn it. Rich Walker. No, is it Shadow Moses from Metal Gear Solid? And this Fuck. week's winner <laughs> is Rich Walker. Yes, very well done. Oh, well done, Rich. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. I didn't know what the place would be, but I, I just got to Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, as well, that's, you... that's all right, because I wouldn't have felt like I was thieving it this week. Because if yeah. you'd have gone, oh, Metal Gear Solid, that would have definitely tipped me off. Yes, well done to Richmond oh, Walker. Thanks. The answer indeed is Shadow Moses Island from Metal Gear Solid. Whew. Going through the clues, I have a diverse array of wildlife. Ravens. Uh, including some wolves. animals. Re- ravens, mantises, wolves, yeah. snakes. Including wow. some animals that don't belong he's here. Not, he's not um, a mantis though, is he? <laughs> no, but he's like, but, I just mean, like none of them are any of them. He's not an ocelot. It's, it's the cryptic no, clues. That would be great. <laughs> it would be good it's if um, they were. I'd love that. It, yeah? Well, I mean... Vulcan Raven's tattoos like move, and he sort of controls that Raven. That's mm. a bit weird, isn't it? But yeah, anyway, um, uh, it's a reference also to the line "snakes don't belong in Alaska." Yeah, uh, I'm a great pay- a great place for people who need to vent. Is a reference to the vents, various crawling yeah. through vents. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Some people who visit tend to grow old fast. This is a reference to the fox, fox dive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Despite my name, I have nothing to do with the Bible. Moses. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, generally, smoking isn't allowed, although sometimes it is uh, advisable. Not allowed because it's a storage facility for nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it is advisable because it lets you see the lasers mm. sometimes. And uh, the final one, I've appeared in nine games in total. And my most recent appearance was in 2018. It's a reference to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, in which uh, the Shadow, Shadow Moses, Moses stage, stage appears. But the total number of games is bonkers. Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 4, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, Metal Gear Acid 2 multiplayer map, Metal Gear Solid Portable Ops, Metal Gear Solid Online, Metal Gear Solid 5, Ground Zeroes in the Deja Vu mission. Nice. Yes. Anyway, well done to Rich Walker. Tough break for Matt, who I feel was honing in as ever. Um, ever so slightly beaten to the punch. Would you have? Uh, would you have caught it, Matt? Do you reckon? I don't know if I'd got Shadow Moses before Rich clocked it as well. Like, because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say stop, but I didn't have a place in mind. I just was thinking MGS four because <laughs> I got to the aging bit, yeah. and I was like, uh, so I, no, I, th- I think I think MGS is more Rich's thing anyway. That one's that one's fairly uh, fairly understandable. Fair enough. Fair I feel enough. like I've been a bit right, of a sore well. loser the past few weeks as well, so I'm trying. I'm trying <laughs> to be a bit better. <laughs> Well, the, the past few weeks have been sort of like technical battles, you know. They've been yeah. sort of like a little bit, of, a little bit of give and take, a little bit of impromptu teamwork. Done a bit of but, thieving uh, at the end, yeah. Bit of thieving, loves a bit of thieving. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like, yes, like LeBron well James, Rich obviously. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, indeed. As he likes to compare uh, himself. Indeed, he does. Uh, thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. No problem, for, no problem. Uh, I'll return up in. the stairs. We, we'll Thanks. banish you back to the upper chambers. Um, Thanks. I want to see all that we'll news it. done, Matt. All of it. There's no news, Rich. Every There's last none. bit. No, Rich. There's loads. There's, none. There's loads. No. I've sent you You're loads. Lying. You're lying. Uh, I need it all. I need it all on my desk. It's Bye. real bickering. Oh, Sundown. real bickering <laughs> captured in the pod. Like Actually, it. love it. Josh, before I go, mm. can I mm. plug my Twitter because I want to tweet more about games, but I have not got enough people following me. Oh bloody hell! I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, yeah? you, you even tweeted me that top five games, and I, I can't think what my top five games are. I will, I will reply. It's to all right. That. You nominated me, and I thought I'm going to do that, and then I just sort of <laughs> forgot about it. 
Fair enough. Get on down to uh, what is your Twitter? Uh, very easy. It's my name. It's Matt, at Matt Lorigan. M A T T L O R R I G A N. Or one Check word. that out. Check that out. People are probably confused because they're thinking to themselves, well, it'd be Matt from upstairs if it's his name. But, I mean, yeah. that'd be a great one to change it to, actually. Yeah. I'll consider it. Well, think about yeah. that. Think about that. All right. Mm. All right. Well, cool. On to the listeners. But thank you very much to uh, Matt from upstairs and goodbye. Thank you. And uh, you love to have a jungle. I'm Your getting hub vibes. Yeah. The dreaded hub vibes. Yeah. I'm Your getting hub vibes. Yeah. The dreaded hub vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Your orangey bit. I'm buzzing. I do want one. Don't get your top bit pushed in. Questions, theories, and comments, and queries. You said a minute. We'll talk about them for a little bit. This one from Alex Chan. Uh, underrated podcast, boys. He begins. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? Underrated. Yeah, I, I want us. I want us to become overrated. So do I. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, sort of like yeah. bigger than Jesus style. Yeah, uh, yeah. Still, but then if you're overrated, it means you're rubbish. Usually, that's so. true. That's true. Um, it's good. Yeah, probably better to be under than over. But true, true. Yeah. Uh, question: Do you guys have a PO box? Uh, I'd love to send you some chocolate to say thanks for the awesome pod. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. We, but, we don't, but we don't have a PO at, box at the minute. We don't because all the the office is the office is, has been banished to the nether realm. It's no more. It's well. It, apparently, it's still standing. Oh, they've not destroyed it yet. Apparently, yeah. It's on. It's basically our old office block. Is uh, its days are numbered. It's yeah. <laughs> it's been demolished. It's, the plan is for it to be demolished. Yeah. <laughs> so we won't be going back there. So we're in limbo, really. Yeah, and not the good kind, like Play Dead's limbo. You know, we're, we're no. in like a L- lot of mentions of limbo today. And there have been. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But uh, but thank you very much for the for the kind chocolatey thoughts. Um, yeah, maybe um, when we get an office, we'll we'll follow up on that. Yeah, uh, uh, like office yeah, I mean, for me chocolates. though, it's boring in it because it'd have to be vegan chocolate, or just send normal uh, chocolate, and then Rich will eventually succumb to his weakness just, and feast. No, no. See, <laughs> you, you, you gotta give me more credit. <laughs> no, I believe in you in your vegan stuff. It, veganuary. Thanks. Also, what was the other thing? Did you hear about Febru dairy? No, it's like February, but like don't have any dairy. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Well, that's kind of close to veganism, but with eggs allowed. It's not got the same ring to it as Veganuary, no, is it? it hasn't, no. Uh, but then, anyway, Alex follows up with, also, will you be getting judgment on PS5? That's the first question. Uh, I will say yes, because I played judgment uh, briefly. Is it like a sort of super-duper version of judgment they're doing for PS5? I think they've just upgraded it. I'll be getting it on Xbox Series X because um, I want to get those achievements. Chivos. I want to have full complement of achievements. Stack attack. All the Yakuza's yeah. and Judgment and that. Yeah, uh, yeah give me. I'll, I'll be getting it because I didn't. I played a bit of it. Uh, I think Cullen reviewed it and I sort of had a little bit of a noodle about and I was like, yeah. It's very this good. It's cool. It is good. I'm yeah. still annoyed that it's not called Judge Eyes in the West, but. Yeah. What can you do? He then follows up with how far... There's a, a sort of barrage of questions here, so you'll have to field them, like those machines that mm-hmm. fire baseballs at you in the, in the baseball thing. Um, yeah. Question number one, how far is Rich in Yakuza 7? Finished it. Done. I'm on, uh, the tru- I'm on the Millennium Tower. So basically, over the weekend, I was trying to do the uh, post-game mm. Millennium Tower nonsense. Mm. I got to the last floor... 
and because I struggled on the previous battle, I bottled it, oh. took my leveling up, Ooh, and I'll, I'll attempt it again at another time. Well, I didn't die. I just thought I'm not going any further because I'm going to fuck it. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. And if you you can't save, and if you lose it, you lose everything. You don't so. want to play too risky, and you get your fingers burned. You know. Exactly. Um. I'll take my 17 million yen and all my experience. <laughs> And I'll I'll leave for now. I'll bank it. Yeah. And I'll come back later. Bank classic bank and Robin yeah. Alan Robinson yeah. stuff. Uh, he then follows up with uh, I'm on chapter twelve, but I keep getting distracted. What is the fastest way to make money in the game? Um, I found that doing the part-time hero stuff yeah. is very good, and yeah. also the management mini. The management. I, I was going to say that. the management one, where you get paid your stipend yeah. from the from the managing the confection company. It's bonkers. You can get yeah. loads through that. Um, yeah. But also, well, the, once also you get to like, well. once you get to like the top corporation in Yokohama or whatever, mm. every time you do one of those um, Q and A sessions or whatever they're called, yeah. I forgot what the they're called. Meeting, uh, you get three, a guaranteed like three million each time. Yeah, yeah. Get so, get on you know, the uh, get on the confectionery business, Alex. It's um, it's hot yeah. shit. And then his final question: uh, Do you miss the old combat system? Sometimes I do, yeah. But then, you know, there's, what, eight games worth of that if you include Judgment? <laughs> yeah, so, true, true, true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't miss it because I know that there's going to probably be, you know, we'll probably get some more of that again. And also, I really like the new combat system as well. Yeah, um, me too. The old yeah. combat system is brilliant. There's room for both. But there's, yeah, there's room for both. Yeah, one of the other listeners, like a, a couple of months ago, uh, I think when uh, Like a Dragon came out, and he sort of said, um, you know, wouldn't it be cool if, if they sort of split and they did like you know this timeline, like 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 you know how in Resident Evil they got the main games, then they got the remake timelines. Sort mm-hmm. of like you know, yeah. here's here's an old fashioned Yakuza, and now here's one with the new turn based one. Mm. But yeah, no, it'd be great. I really like also, I will one. say, mm. at chapter twelve, you've got some great stuff to come. Oh yeah, god yeah, yeah. Some exciting uh, occurrences. We'll, I won't we'll say, say any more. We'll say that, no more. But some we'll good say shit. Say no more. Some good shit coming. Good, good stuff. Yeah, uh, chicken, chicken. That's what I'll say about that game. It's got a brilliant chicken in Omelet. it. Omelette. Yeah. yeah. Omelette the chicken. Omelette the chicken. Oh, yeah. It's a corporate <laughs> chicken. Um, this one from uh, Kaif Ahmed. Uh, hello, friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. Hello there. <clears throat> As one of the last remaining Stadia users, uh, just wanted to share share thoughts on the recent developments. Uh, talking about obviously the uh, Google closing down their internal game development studios Um, Stadia as a consumer facing brand and platform is likely on its way out my theory on how it got to this Google created the tech first and didn't really know how to sell it plan A was to go directly to the consumer by setting up a storefront and platform that hasn't really worked out plan B is to eventually pull out of the consumer facing space and license the tech directly to publishers as a white-label, unbranded service. In short, it was good tech sold to the wrong customer. Whilst it's disappointing, I'm excited at the prospect of the tech living on and being used by other companies, if only for increased accessibility. PS Now, for instance, with its streaming tech, would be quite something uh, if it used a, used a Google infrastructure. As for me, mm. I'll stick around for the ride until the end. It was a low. It was low risk. Because uh, I only had to pay for the games, there was no hardware, so I don't feel too bad about it. Plus, I've still got Cyberpunk to work through. If they keep running it, I'll keep using it. I have got an eye 
on an exit strategy, however. That Xbox Series S in £20 per month instalments sounds pretty appealing. What are your thoughts on it? Cheers, Brother Kaif. Well, first of all, uh, excellent comment and musing and theory mm. hadn't occurred mm-hmm. to me, but I, it makes makes bloody good sense. And if it was sold off... They're not. Yeah, I mean, you could see you could see it being divvied up to multiple companies: XCloud or PS Now or whoever. Amazon, Luna. Uh, who I, knows? I, I don't think um, Microsoft would take it. I, I'd say their XCloud stuff is pretty well established. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't think they'd. Um, I mean, I. They'd I, need I that. Yeah, I don't know because I. Uh, yeah. Well, I suppose we'll be see. like it'd be like Cooper and Webb trying to you know do get Brent to do his do his training. <laughs> Microsoft do all their in, old, own in-house, do it all in-house stuff. Yeah, yeah, except for that brilliant video where Microsoft hired Brent to do their training. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. It was like, it was like, oh yeah, no, I do. Yeah, yeah. it was really, really good. Um, yeah, 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 Xbox Series S, twenty pound a month instalments. Rich, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I, I think that console's a, a bargain. Mm. Um, but I'm a disc guy. I have a lot of discs, mm. so. It's not a very viable option for me, but if you're a Game Pass person, yeah, it's a great Game Pass machine. It is, yeah. If you're coming off a of Stadia and, and you, like you don't really mind about like your, you know, frame by frame comparison with the graphics and mm-hmm. the frame rates. I mean, it's it's you know a decent next gen machine for. A, well, yeah, there are some sacrifices like you won't have ray tracing on every game, and mm. you won't necessarily have high resolution, but you'll have the fast loading times, and I think the frame rates. Largely match up, yeah, 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 for the most part. Yeah, fair yeah. play. Uh, yeah, go absolutely go for it. And yeah, get yourself Game Pass. You get a whole whole heap of stuff. Because uh, that mm-hmm. was the other weird thing about Stadia. It's like you got the Stadia Pro subscription and stuff, but you're still paying for games, though. Yeah, well, that that's one of the things that would turn me off. Mm. Um, not that I would consider it, because I'm a yeah, I'm a console guy. You know, I'm not going to be playing PC stuff or Stadia. Or Luna. Luna. Anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Last question from Michael. When will the Silent Hill rumours end? Uh, can Konami just hurry up and do something with the IP already? Um, to which uh, another listener, Joseph, chimed in and said, Funnily enough, I started playing Silent Hill 2 for the first time at the weekend. Biggest takeaway so <laughs> far is that the PS2 pressure-sensitive face buttons absolutely suck. It's so random as to whether or not uh, you'll do the move you want. MGS2 also had similar great game though. That's kind of cool because it means he's playing it on the PS2. Um, yeah. I don't remember the pressure sensitive functionality. I don't remember what it did in Silent Hill 2. Um, but there you go. No, you uh, but to. yeah, I think the rumours will end uh, <laughs> when, when they make a new when, one. They, when they when they and hopefully if these you know hushed whisperings uh, from Akira Yamaoka are to be you know believed. Um, maybe, 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 maybe we'll hear something this summer. Have you seen that meme with um, a, a, a guy proposing to his fiance in a restaurant and there's someone in the background looking on enviously? No. And they've labelled the one being proposed to as Capcom and, Cite- uh, and Resident Evil. Then in the background, the, <laughs> the envious onlooking couple of Konami and Silent Hill. I have not I seen this. Perfect. It sounds excellent. <laughs> So you know, send, send that meme, through Josh, to me. Send it. that You'd through to it. me. Sure, uh, sure, sure. But yeah, well, that'll just about do us. Uh, now it's now it's time for the wrap up. You bloody love the wrap up, don't you? You love how efficient no, I am. It's, it makes me sad. I want to talk more. Yeah, but you also get to hear how efficient I am at wrapping everything up. 
Yeah, go on. See how fast you can do it. See if you can break the record. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter at Joshy Wise, at Richard W82, at Matt Lorigan, special plug, at VideoGamer.com for your questions and your theories and your comments and your queries. Email us, podcast at VideoGamer.com. Thanks to Adam Cook, Andy B, and Colin Mahone for our musical jingles. It's a goodbye from me, goodbye, and it's goodbye from Rich. Bye. I will say, Josh, that was good, but you, you wasted a second on that Lorigan. I did, but I was getting cocky. I was getting arrogant. I thought, I've absolutely blitzed yeah. this, sort of tortoise in the hair style. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in the end, yeah, you're right, added needlessly onto my time. And and then and then me doing this yeah, added even it more time. It huge, actually. Yeah. Oh, but, I'm sorry. You know, it, we live and learn, and we'll, we, you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk again next week. Okay, sounds good. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye.